It's a dog cast episode number 181. Old dog, it's a Christmas miracle. Another dog cast. Alright dog fans, welcome back. It's the dog cast, episode number 181. I know there are some of you out there thinking there was never going to be another dog cast. After we signed off on December 1st was our last show, 28 days later, we have finally come back with another show. That's how long it took us to get over that loss to Georgia Tech. I tell you guys, we wanted to do shows. We had plans to do shows. But we just couldn't get motivated to do them. Uh, We needed a break. We just had to take a break. It was just dismal. It really was. That and, I mean, you know, we actually do have like real jobs. We have to leave the bunker sometimes. Things come up, holidays and whatnot. Family, you know, things like that. Every once in a while I have to change a diaper or something, you know. But, you know, really just, I was just so down. I needed a break. Yeah. Anyway, break time's over. It Back is. to business. We got some football to play. Coming up, we got the Capital One Bowl, New Year's Day. Big New Year's Day bowl game. You know, if we were South Carolina fans, our dicks would be hard. <laughs> Woohoo! New we're Year's Day. Playing Woo! at 1 o'clock wow. on New Year's Day. But we're, I tell you, honestly, we're not bringing the negativity. We're not going to talk about Willie Martinez. In fact, let's talk about another. Off, I mean, another assistant coach at Georgia, the fine and wonderful Stacy Searles, yep. friend of the Dogcast, only media outlet he will actually ever actually talk to. Exactly. Even though he only talks to us off the record. <laughs> right, but at least he talks to us. <laughs> Damn right he does. You know, and the nice thing is, the only really good position coach we have, <laughs> thank God we got him to stay. Exactly. He was looking for two things. Let me give you guys a little... Uh, Inside scoop. I know everybody knows now that uh, Coach Searles is staying. What were the two things he was looking for? Dollars and cents, right? <laughs> Dollars and cents. He was actually he was looking for more money, and he wanted a little more recognition, and he got both of those out of Coach Rick. Got a you know a phone call, personal phone call from Damon Evans. Evidently, these guys don't hear from Damon Evans very much. It's like a big deal to get a call from Damon Evans. Damon Evans called him, told him how important it was to keep him. Well, that's because Damon Evans is probably real concerned with the basketball program, which no, I think wait, is about ready to move to the club level. Don't get me level. started about damn basketball. <laughs> we might actually talk about basketball in just a minute. But Coach Searles wanted a little more recognition. He has now gotten a new title and got a bigger number beside his name where it says salary. Yeah. Um, you know, he was the fourth highest paid um Assistant, I think he still is probably the fourth highest paid assistant. He's just making a lot more than his old two thirty five. Um, but uh, anyway, I do want to talk about this though. I want to talk about Auburn and the audacity behind the scenes, man. Auburn, their AD and their new so called head coach Gene Chizik. 
Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with that. Those guys made a border run. Without going into too much detail, I want to tell you guys, they posted up and set up shop inside the state of Georgia. That's what I hear. In Noonan, Georgia, as a matter of fact. I'm not going to throw around any addresses or anything, but those bastards holed up in Noonan, Georgia, trying to steal Stacey Searles from us. And I am not happy about that. No, we're... They need to carry their butts back across the border and do all their recruiting from inside the boundaries of the state of Alabama. Yeah. Not happy about those guys making the cross-border raid. No. But it was unsuccessful. Coach Rick, Damon Evans uh, were able to give Stacy what he needed, the stability and high profile, you know... We're really going to be doing good to hang on to Coach Searles for another two, three years. Yeah, tops. there's no doubt about it till he moves on to something bigger and better. He's and, an up-and-coming uh, guy, and uh, he has ambition, and he's a great coach. His next stop is going to be offense coordinator or some Division two job. Yeah, somewhere, uh, you know, and I agree with you. Head coach at a Division two or offensive coordinator, you know, and someplace else. And, uh, you know, we love you, may, Stacey. Maybe Mike we, Bobo will move on and uh, – Hey, Stacy can fill that position. We want you to stay as long as we can It'd keep you. Great. I'm just being realistic. You're a great coach, and I know that uh, we can't keep guys like you around forever at uh, assistant jobs. But let's talk about one other thing. Before we get to the bowl game coverage, I'm fixing to venture into the dog vent. This is how boring the month of December has been. You know, you've been clean now for two years. Clean and sober. Clean off the and dog sober. Vent. Off of the dog vent. And, I'm and this season has driven you back to it. I'm off the wagon. Because I'm telling you, those damn boobs over at the dog vent. <laughs> okay, I, let's talk a little bit about where we are here. Everybody wants to know about Moreno and Stafford. Are they going pro, not going pro? Let's first of all bust this myth about the rookie salary cap. A lot of people are still thinking, oh, everybody's got to go this year because the rookie salary cap is coming next year, and that's pushing everybody to go. That is false information. No rookie salary cap is coming next right. year. They're saying actually no rookie salary cap probably till 2011. Yeah, and even then, it's not even on paper yet. That's right. the first time it's even possible that there could be a rookie salary cap. So if you're thinking that Moreno might go early just because he wanted to make the dollars, uh, make the Benjamins, you know, in the street lingo there. I hear you. you know, that's how that's how gangsters roll. Um, that's not going to happen. So, but still. I really did think, because uh, when the rumor of the rookie salary cap was out there, I did think that the the lure of the uh, dead presidents was going to take Moreno to the pros. Now I'm back to my original original prediction, which is Stafford goes, Moreno stays. And I think they're both gone. You think they're both gone? Yeah. So you don't put any credence in the brain trust over at the dog vent that says Stafford stays, Moreno goes. No, none whatsoever, because whether they're dead or whether they're alive, both boys want to get paid, and they want to get paid now. Exactly, because you never know what's going to happen. That's right. So you got them both going. I got them both going. I got Stafford going, Moreno staying, and uh, the dog vent has got Stafford staying, Moreno going, which I can assure you that's not going to happen. Because I can assure you, dog fans, Matthew Stafford will be playing for an NFL team next year. He'll be playing for the Detroit Lions. (laughs) Exactly. Let me be perfectly clear. Yeah. So uh, that's where we're at on this whole Stafford, Moreno thing, pro. Who cares? So Well, I mean, here's the deal, as we often do. 
if they stay, we love them. If they go pro, screw you. They're gone. Exactly. <laughs> they're gone. Good luck. Don't yeah. let the door hit you in the ass. Now, Capital One Bowl. Big game coming up this week. Not really. I mean, you know, we're on the record. I'm on the record saying I'm just uh, yeah, I'm really not excited about this game. Um, I mean, I want to win. Yeah, and I'm glad we get to see the dogs play one more time. I am too. But, uh, you know, ain't really no big reason to get excited. It's, if we uh, win it, it's not really going to change anything about our season. If we lose it, it's not really going to change much right. about our season. Now, if our defense gets absolutely shellacked by uh, – Javon Ringer, then uh, you know that may may help us in the off season. You know, and and as much as I hate to say this, there's there's a part of me with the way Coach Rick is, you know, trying to defend him and Hawing, him and Hawing, and you know, saying that you know the defense is fine. There really is a part of me that don't, just don't wants us don't to get it. our ass kicked. Don't say it don't by say Michigan that. State just to drive it home. That a change needs to be made. You want Javon Ringer to rack 300 yards on us and just beat Willie Martinez into the ground. There's, just to put an exclamation point on Willie Martinez's there's, career. There's, there's a part of me that, that really does. And there's also a part of me that knows that Coach Rick is not a stupid man and that he probably just throws out a lot of this stuff like all season long, telling us that, we really did have a good kicking game, <laughs> and that kicking off to the 20 <laughs> or the 30 was the right thing to do. And then he finally admitted, no, I was just bullshitting was y'all. That exactly. really, I know that sucks, and that's not the right <laughs> thing to do. And if I have to give two scholarships, I'm to getting some a, kid from Poland. Right, I'm, I'm getting a guy can kick it in the end zone. I hear you. And I'm hoping that deep down he knows i got to get a defense. Well, let's talk about defense because in this game, you've got uh, Michigan State, Old Sparty, as you might as well get used to hearing that because uh, Chris Fowler is going to say Old Sparty 700 times between now and New Year's They've Day. got one of those mascots with the big head, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, the big foam head. Yeah. So um, kind of like Oklahoma State with the cowboy and the big giant cowboy head. Or or the big corn husker head. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, as bad as our defense is, Michigan State's defense is ranked even lower and even worse than our defense is. They're a Big Ten team. The problem is, though, those rankings yeah. come out against who you've played. You're right. And we ain't played anybody but, oh, but, but teams but, that beat us. Right, but, but two teams. <laughs> well, here's what, here's what I'm saying, though. I'm telling you right now, and I know we're going to disagree on this, Javon Ringer is not going to be as successful against Georgia's defense as everybody thinks he is. In fact, if you look at this season, when he's played any team, and I know you're going to say, oh, our defense sucks and we're not quality and all that stuff, but I'm telling you, when he plays teams that are even kind of good, he's not that damn good. Put, a, num- put a number on it. Well, he's he uh, he's gonna he won't get a hundred yards. He's going for a hundred and fifty or more. You got him a hundred fifty more. I got yeah. him a hundred or less. All right. Furthermore, I got our boy Noshawn putting on a clinic. Noshawn will get more than a hundred yards. Javon Ringer not more than a hundred. Oh, I'll agree with you on Noshawn getting more than a hundred. You think that this game is going to be a shootout, kind of like the Kentucky game, forty-two, thirty-eight, something like that? Yeah. I, I do. I think it's going to be Kentucky-esque, LSU-like. 
I think that uh, I, I think I really don't think either team is going to be able to stop the other. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. You never do. No. So, I think Michigan State's offense is very conventional. They hand the ball off to Javon Ringer three out of four plays, and mm-hmm. um, kind of like LSU did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But LSU had a different. I, I know you're saying that, but I'm. I just. I'm just not buying into the fact that I just. I'm not buying into Michigan State being like LSU. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Well, that. you weren't buying into Georgia Tech either, though. You know. <laughs> no, I wasn't. And I'm first to admit I was wrong. But I just. I don't know, man. I just. I just. I. I, I got to go with my gut. I. And listen, I don't like Willie Martinez or our defense any more than you do. But I'm just telling you, my gut says, for whatever reason, rightly or wrongly, I think they're going to be able to get it done this time against Michigan State. I don't think they're any better than they were when they played Georgia Tech. I don't think we've turned the corner or Willie Martinez now, is saving his job. But now, when you're saying that, do you think we're going to win or you think the defense is stepping up and actually stopping somebody? No, I think Michigan State is going to – no – I don't. I think our defense is going to stop them, but it's not because our defense is any better. It's because Michigan State is a lot more conventional in their offense. A lot. It's not assignment football. It's not mm-hmm. like you gotta. It's 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 totally different than what we had against the Georgia Tech game. Well, I mean, but you know, and I mean, leave Georgia Tech out of it. Shit, we couldn't, we couldn't stop. We Kentucky, couldn't stop. We couldn't stop Auburn. We couldn't stop LSU. Right. I agree. You're right. I mean, it's. But we ain't stopping anybody. Then, then, then my only other leg this is going to this is going to be a shootout. I don't think Michigan State's as good as LSU or 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 Kentucky. They might be as good as Auburn offensively, but I just I, you got my healthy disrespect for Big Ten football. You know, I, my healthy bias against Big Ten football comes in here. Well, I, I hear you, and I hope you're right. But I mean, I think we're going to end up winning like forty-two to thirty-five. Well, or something. I don't. I don't think they can hold us. I don't think they can stop us. And unfortunately, I don't think we can stop them either. Well, nice segue there. Let's talk about our offense versus their defense. A.J. Green plagued with a uh, groin injury all year long. You know, still not 100%. Definitely going to play, though. Mo Mass in his final game as a Bulldog. Um, what do you think? Uh, what do you expect out of our offense? Stafford distributing the ball, running the ball. You think we're going to be very successful against Michigan State's oh, defense? Oh, I, I do. And, you know, again, we're going to have a few plays where we showcase the arm. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get those out of the way in the first couple series because there's n- nothing showcases the arm better than overthrowing somebody by 10 yards. <laughs> exactly. I can outthrow the best receivers right. in the conference. Let's get that shit done. There's nobody you fast know, enough to and, catch my and, meatball. And fortunately, maybe next year Calvin Johnson can run underneath those balls. <laughs> but, uh, you know, other than that, you know me. I would love to see Matthew Stafford throw seven passes and complete six of them. Yes. And have no Sean Moreno run the ball the rest of the time. <laughs> I hear you, man. So, I, and we also know that this bowl game is pretty much just an opportunity to have our guys practicing more. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, because, the, most, that's the best benefit that's going to come out of this bowl game. Right. Because really, this bowl game doesn't mean anything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is, it's kind of like a consolation prize. It is for a nine and three season. Yeah. Um, well, Let's talk a little you know, bit and, about and, and, and let's put the nine to three season to rest. 
that ain't nobody needs to hang their hat on the fact that we won nine games. I'm not hanging my hat on that like it's a good thing. I mean, hell, we built a nine and three out of damn smoking twigs and cotton balls and rabbit's feet. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not hanging my hat on that like I'm bragging about it. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just, I mean, you know, okay. Let's talk a little bit about our defense. Let's talk about Asher Allen and uh, Rashad Jones. I know you've got something Lord knows, let's hope they don't go pro. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even bring them up in the... uh, Matthew Stafford Moreno conversation. We, we didn't, but we should have because those two guys are trying to get a feel for where they would come down in, a, in an NFL draft. And, you know, let me tell you, apparently in their room, and I don't know if they room together or whatever, but they must not have cable TV over there in the athletic dorm because there's a commercial that I see just about every football game. Yeah. Where they say like ninety five percent of NCAA athletes go pro in something else, something other than their sport. Other other than their sport. Well, Asher, Rashad, <laughs> that's you, baby. Because I'm telling you, they're talking about you. If you if you think you can play professional football, you are living in a damn dream world. You can't even play damn college football, let alone. Professional football. Oh my gosh, man! Where everybody on the field is as good as they as anybody can be at that you know, position. I mean, <laughs> that's just that is absurd. <laughs> I mean, it would be a Christmas miracle if if uh, those two guys. Could, I mean, got you drafted. all can't even play semi pro football. <laughs> you can't play Division One. <laughs> College football. Okay. All right. It's it's a joke. It's gone. It's a okay. Bit. That's it. Settle down, old dog. <laughs> um, That's a last word. There's a good reason. You're not. Why. You're you're not getting drafted. You're going to be real lucky to get an invite to the Falcons. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the way it goes. <laughs> that's just. And the they'll kind of do that out of obligation because they got to get the home team people there. Exactly. Kind of like Martrez Milner. And the final word is, guys. We hope you finish your degree. Enjoy your time there at Georgia. Make sure you finish your degree and. Uh, and get but, ready to be in the night. But quite frankly, quite frankly, boys, if you don't want to play next year, that'd be fine with me. <laughs> so, dog fans, uh, welcome back to the dog cast. Yeah. We're, we're back here slinging the heat, baby. We're, we're just bitter as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we've taken 28 days off. I've said we are not going negative, and we are still just pissed off. <laughs> and we off. didn't for about two minutes. I'm telling you. Ah, yeah. It's season gone wrong. I just have nothing to say. No. I, until I get, I need some satisfaction. I really do. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I, there's nothing to say. No. I, I have no notes in front of me. I just have nothing you to know, say. You and, know, and the thing is... I've never been at a loss for words. And, and a win over Michigan State isn't going to change anything. I tell you, there is, there's season. nothing that's going to change until the first game of next season if we can beat the hell out of Oklahoma State. You're right. Because that's really going to be when the rubber meets the road. And looking forward to next season, you know, we've got one of the best schedules. I mean, the schedule is setting up for... You know, unlike this year where we thought we were going into a really tough schedule, and it turns out we didn't have that tough right. schedule this year. Next week we go into a schedule that looks like on paper to be one of our 
you know, in terms of distributions of open dates and the, you know, the strength of our schedule and stuff like that, looks to be everything in our favor. After that opening game against Oklahoma State next year, it's pretty much smooth sailing. As, as smooth as it can be in the SEC, you know? Yeah. Um, and like you said, that's when, that's when our next real football starts. Yeah. For us. Right now, there's nothing much for us to talk about except recruiting, spring ball, the G-Day game, take the summer off, and yeah, get ready and, for fall. You know, and, I mean, we're all happy that we get to see one more game where the dogs Absolutely. play. We all want them to win. But, you know, I mean, it's just a, it's a downer. And for the record, we are not making the trip to Orlando. No. We're going to be watching this game from the bunker. Eating uh, collard greens and black-eyed peas, getting your dollars and your cents in there. Yeah, little ham, little cornbread, kicking it in, kicking it in bunker style for this right. bowl game. Because I mean, you know, that's that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. This bowl game holds no, no there's no nothing for me there. No, it, it really isn't. And as much as I love the dogs, I'm just not making the trip to this bowl game. No, and it'd be nice if no one went. <laughs> I don't know if I can say. Maybe I don't know. Now, see, we're going to take heat now from all these, all those damn chump fans that got on to us for making fun of the people who left the Florida game early. But you'll notice I've never said anything about not showing up at the game at all. That's right. But if you show up, <laughs> if, if you come, up, you gotta your stay. ass better stay. But if you're so quarter. damn disgusted with the way you play <laughs> that you don't even want to go to the game, that's okay. <laughs> you can you can ride with us then. But by God, if you show up, you better damn stay. That's all I can say. Dog fans, that's going to wrap it up for our pregame. I know a lot of you might have been looking for a lot more content in this show. But there really isn't a lot of content. There's well, not look, a lot here, to talk here about. Here it is. It's Michigan State versus the Dogs. Michigan State. They're Big Ten. They're dumb and they're slow. Right. And they got we the ought to running back. We ought to beat the hell out of them. Hopefully we will. I think we will. Old Dog thinks we're going to squeak think by. We, I think we're going to squeak by because I really, I, I hate to say it, but I just don't think this team has any damn heart. They, we don't have the heart or the leadership or, the, frankly, the skill set on defense. No. But, again, I'm hanging my hat on the fact that Michigan State really, really, of, of even worse than Kentucky, worse than Auburn or LSU or certainly Georgia Tech, they're even more of a one-trick pony offense than any of those teams that we faced. They may throw – I mean, uh, granted, I know – Kind of like Tim Tebow, the one-trick pony, <laughs> well, right, Derek? Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> Tim Tebow shut my mouth, man. Yeah. Not just with the way he played against Georgia, but with the way he played every game since the, Miss, the Mississippi game. That, listen. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm off the Tim Tebow. Talk about a kid with heart. Yeah. I'm not uh, – you'll notice we don't bash – I'm not bashing Tim Tebow. I don't like no. him, but I don't bash the kid anymore because I'm telling you, that son of a bitch pointed at the right field fence, yeah. called his shot, and freaking backed his ass Absolutely. up. And you know what? You got to damn respect that crap. Whether you want to or not, you got to respect it. So, dog fans, that's going to wrap up this pregame show. Yeah. We will watch the game on TV just like most all of you, and uh, and we'll report back what we found out. Absolutely. We'll make fun of the guys that, that played bad, and we'll praise the guys that played good. <laughs> We're going to uh, make fun of them, really? For all of you little bulldogs out there, after you listen to this, drop to your knees and let's pray that Asher Allen and Rashad Jones don't go pro. <laughs> hey, one more thing, too. We're going to have a postseason report, hopefully, out of the Searles household. Let's get a little, we'll get a little more inside info because 
Stacy won't even come on this show. Stacy does not talk to the uh, to the press, even us. And believe me, you got to damn dig deep to call us the press. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he actually referred to us as media types. Yeah, he, he calls us you media types. I'm like, really, we're not media types. But uh, anyway, dog fans, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us over the break. And um, we'll be back with the post game show. And we'll we are going to get back to a more regular show. More regular than once every four weeks. Yeah. Well, no, up. we'll probably do one every four weeks during the off season. Yeah, but I'm talking about we got recruiting coming up. Oh yeah. We got spring ball from now till uh, April first, or till the spring day game, whenever that is. Well, uh, we'll have a big recruiting show, and we'll have our annual recruiting show, which is always a the reverse recruiting show, which is always a great one. I love that. That's it my... shows up, you know, how many of these four and five star guys really don't pan out. Right. But, That's uh, my favorite recruiting show, the anti recruiting show, the reverse. Recruiting show. And, you know, and over the summer, hopefully, we'll get a better attitude. At least, yeah. hopefully, I will. Oh, let me tell you I'm something. Because I'm, I'm telling you what. This season just kicked my ass. Listen, the day after, January 2nd, the day after the bowl game, I am going to be happy and hot to trot. 100% positive and full steam ahead. Because it's a new year. You damn right it is, baby. January 2nd starts next season. And I could care less about this 9 and 3, 10 and, 10 and 3, or 9 and 4, or whatever it turns out to be. January 2nd, it's 2009. Dog fans? Tell you what we're going to do, dog fans. Oh, he's, this ma- is he's it. making this up off the top of his head. I can't, don't hold me responsible for anything this that comes is out of his mouth. If come January 15th, which is today, Matthew Stafford, no Sean Moreno, Rashad Jones and Asher Allen are going to have to finally decide whether they want to put their name into the NFL draft or not. If Willie Martinez is still alive, $10,000 bounty for the first man to bring me his head. <laughs> you tell me you're going to put I don't want the rest of the body. I want Willie Martinez's head on a silver platter. <laughs> 10 grand. $10,000. $10,000 to the man that kills Willie Martinez. Did you just put a contract out on Willie Martinez? Maybe I did. <laughs> Only time will tell. Right? <laughs> there it is. Holy crap, dog fans. Um, so that, on that sobering note, that's going to wrap up this show. Thanks for listening, dog fans. As usual, um, we really appreciate it. Give us a call at 706-534-1516 or call us. Well, I just gave you the phone number. Email us. Call us at that number. <laughs> Call us at that number. Or email us at dogcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate the feedback. Sorry it's been so long. We really meant to get a show out before and Christmas. And sorry this show was lame. Yeah. But it's the best we can do. <laughs> really. Really. This, our, the show really does mimic the team. The show reflects the defense. Yeah. I mean, we, we can only make so much out of the material we're given. And and hopefully next year we'll be as good as our offense is. Right. And we'll be lots more funny. Yeah. And lots more interesting. But thanks for sticking with us through the lean times, guys. Just like the dogs, you gotta stay to the end of the you gotta stay to the end. Absolutely. And, if you go. And this is if the end don't of this go, episode. You can do whatever the hell you want to. <laughs> this is the end of this episode. And don't thanks, forget, bring me the head of Willie Martinez. Ten thousand dollars. You got it. Go dogs. <laughs>